We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. He's not due. It already happened. It already happened. Can't be due again. Right? Okay. Isn't that the gambler's thing? You're right. My fault. Can't happen twice in a row. Or unless Wanyam is hot. No, but it could be that Wanyam is hot. We have to oh, ride the streak. We gotta ride it. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday, April 5th by Jordan Cooper to talk about the final four-game Champions League slate of the season. Jordan, I've been waiting for this week all year. You're just waiting for it to be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it has nothing to do with like excitement about this particular slate. It's just that it's the last four-game. Although, it, I just, it only gets worse at this point, I guess, because we have either showdowns or two game slates, but um, the champions league ridiculousness I've had enough of. Right. Especially after your, your EPL slate on Saturday. Um, so the, I, I, there were two builds that we kind of talked about on the podcast and I wrote about it in my article and the, the general idea was, do you pay up in both forward spots and then you only get one kind of premium midfielder or should you pay down at a mid, at a forward spot and take two 
premium midfielders. And going back and forth uh, in the morning, and uh, I finally decided that there was a build that I liked that did not have uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson and Dwight McNeil. Uh, and I ended up with Ryan Frazier and Anthony Knockhart in my midfield. And I basically looked at it as, uh, do I think my cheap forward um, and Knockhart would score more than McNeil and a very cheap midfielder that was probably going to be Aaron Gunnarsson knowing the path that I was going to take? And I thought, it is. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to go with Knockhart. And then <clears throat> for the cheap forwards, we had talked about guys like uh, <clears throat> Junior Hoylett and um, Nathan Redmond. There was another one I can't remember now at this point. Um, and I looked at Redmond and I thought, you know what? I think Redmond has almost the same floor as Danny Ings. And Danny Ings has a much higher ceiling. So I'm going to play Ings instead. And, uh, the and it, guy turns, that out, I it turns out Ings had the floor and Redmond had the ceiling. No, well, it turns out Ings had a zero floor, basically, uh, and did get an assist. Like, I would be happy with that if Redmond had just kind of a regular Redmond game, but he very much did not. Right, but I mean, it's not like he was that owned, so it didn't really hurt you, other than the fact that you took his teammate instead of right, him. Right, right. The, the Knockhart's red wasn't the killer, but it certainly contributed to killing me. I also played Juan Mata after, like, I wish I listened to this podcast more because then I would know what I was doing. <laughs> well, are are was you, are you surprised? Are you absolutely surprised that I didn't play Juan Mata? I, the, I, I if think... there's, if there's anyone in the world that plays daily fantasy soccer, that knows the perils of rostering Juan Mata in cash, it's me. I I, I know I, I know I'm like I know this is not going to work out. But in all in all truthfulness, I know uh, why you didn't play him though. Right, I didn't play him because I didn't like Juan Mata. I played him because I didn't want to take on the risk that he wasn't going to start, especially right. on Friday. I'm reading all these previews. I'm trying to get a sense of what the Man United lineup is going to be, and I see so many places, Guardian and and other publications and. And uh, preview sites and betting sites predicting the front line of Martial Lukaku and Lingard with like Fred McTominay, Pogba, like Mata not starting. Yep. That I'm like, well, and most likely Rojo starting as as a fullback. Yep. Going, uh, in the worst case scenario, I change Mata out to Rojo, but do I really even want to do that mm-hmm. when, like, I know how. Uh, low of a floor Juan Mata does actually have an open play that if he starts, he probably sees most of the set pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily, he's not a lock to play 90, but without the set pieces, like he, he's priced correctly. Like he should be under 4k with how low of a floor that he has. So I'm like, do I risk it for that? And, and then have to end up with, Marcus Rojo and 700 left on the table, if not, or do I just find another 4k guy? And I took, uh, since I wasn't playing Knockhart, like I did well, but I got on the right side of the one V one of Frazier versus Knockhart. Mm-hmm. So like I played McNeil and Sigurdsson up top and then Frazier Basuma mm-hmm. and then used the in my utility. Mm-hmm. 
knowing that also if Mata was in, I do have a cho- chance. I, I, I could go over to Mata, leave right. 700 on the table and just take him. Mm-hmm. But I was so f- far ahead in double ups at that point. And I see a lot of people that have two spots left. Uh, and I see a lot of people that have a defender slot open. So I'm like, my best blocking opportunity is actually Delo and not Mata. Right. So I just stuck with Delo because the defender slot almost has to be him. Yeah. While the midfield, the, the utility spot may not be him. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, uh, really far down, I saw that the utility spot was actually like Lukaku. So it's like like Mata and Delo were about similarly owned. But I was yeah. also I was also ahead by... In, in, in some double ups by twenty five plus points, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, Mata really has to have a great game in order for this to kill me. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't care. But I mean, but that's the reason. I, and Basuma has a sneakily high floor when March and Gross is not in. Mm-hmm. That even with the yellow card, he had six and a quarter points. Yeah, and I mean, he was. Uh, no, I was the only person in double ups to have him mm-hmm. because most people use that spot on Mata. Right. Yeah, I think. The only thing that made me not overly surprised to see that you didn't have Mata is if they were in the early game, there's no way you would have turned him down. Yeah, that's right. If, if Man yeah. United played a 10, I would have played Mata over Basuma. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. seeing the ownership, I wouldn't. if you tell me what his ownership was, that makes it even more likely. Sure, sure. You go, okay, he's going to be 55% owned. Yeah, okay. Uh, no big deal. Yeah, this is now two straight slates that I've played um, where the highest priced guy who had easily the highest floor that he would easily reach has completely busted with Messi last week and Sigurdsson. Um, so do you think Messi bounces back this week? Oh, so we're, we're, off, we're already off the, the EPL. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, right. There's nothing more Did to Did you say. at least get goalkeeper right? No, Fabianski had a zero. <laughs> I played Gunn. He got six points. In in fairness, Fabianski, I wish this was a different... I, I wish the rules were different because he allowed two goals and both were penalties. And it's like, like, what do you do? There's just nothing you can do. So, whatever. Yeah, he had zero. Not negative, though. So that's that's nice. But anyway. But I but um, I, let, let me admit, I got lucky on the Frazier versus Knockhart. Mm-hmm. Like that... Drastic. I mean, what? I mean, even after they took the assist away, yeah. During the during during the late game, like that was a difference of what twenty points. Twenty points. Yep. And and they both were owned. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they both were owned at like thirty five percent. Yeah. So it's a matter of did you play one or the other? And like you, some people play both of them, but mm-hmm. most most people didn't play both. Correct. And Sigurdsson had an awful game. My gosh. But he was high on. He was the probably. I think he was the highest. He was the highest player. Owned, yep. Right. By far. No, maybe not by far. He and Dean were Dina were very right. very high land. But yeah. Okay. Let's go to this week's Champions League second okay. legs. Big okay. ones. So are we? Are, are you gonna uh, run down uh, the conditions for this second leg? As far as who needs to do what? What the uh, current aggregate score is? It's it's one of those weird. Um, weird situations because it's not like any of them are like nobody's nobody really has desperate. to go crazy, right? No, no one's desperate, desperate, right? Right. So, um, sorry, I just clicked out of my thing. So we've got um, Liverpool going to Porto. Oh, I'm sorry, is that Wednesday? Yeah, let's that's Wednesday. Ahead. Yeah, sorry. Let me uh, let me go to 
Tuesday here. Okay, so t- Tuesday we got two Manchester games. United traveling to Barcelona down one nothing. So they already gave up the away goal, which this is the a similar situation that they had with PSG in the last round, except it was three goals and th- that they had to score, and they did. Um, Messi had a horrible game in England. He's back home. They're minus two seventy one favorites yeah. with a three and a quarter total. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man so, United have to score, but it's not like Barcelona. I mean, yes, sure, Barcelona could settle with a 0-0 game. Yep. But, I mean, they're going to want to score. If if Barcelona scores one, Manchester United has to score three. Right. So, Barcelona is not not that great defensively, so three is not insane. But every time Barcelona scores, it gets significantly harder for Manchester United because of this away goal. Um, then we have Ajax and Juventus are... E, uh, level 1-1 one, one on aggregate. Juventus uh, so, is a minus 145 favorite mm-hmm. at home. At home. And, and it's the... L- it's No, it's not the lowest. No, it's actually not the lowest total. No, it's not the lowest. Uh, yeah. Second lowest. Right, but it's about two and a half. Yep. Uh, so... Ajax need to score. They have to at least get an away goal. Yes. yes. But Ajax also plays fa- fairly aggressively normally. Exactly. Exactly. And they probably should have scored more at home. Like, they had chances to score. Uh, and they're not going to... They have no reason to sit back and and wait. So, a non-scoreless draw at, or a win sees them through. Uh, Juventus, obviously, a scoreless draw or a win sees them through. Right, but if Juventus score first, it's not like Ajax needs two goals. I mean, they need two goals to win, but they one goal, 1-1, one, one, would just send them to extra time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Liverpool travels to Porto up 2 nothing, and that game has the lowest total. Right. Liverpool is a plus 111 currently. Right. Away favorite. Right. With a total that's 2.5 and, and leaning towards under that. Right. Porto has to score 2 just to go even. Right. So if Liverpool score, Porto's in big trouble. Right. Um, if Liverpool scores first... Porto has to score four goals just to advance and, or just to, yeah, to just to adv- it would be to yeah, adv- no extra time. Right. Um, and then we have Man City and Tottenham. Man City, biggest favorite on the slate. Minus of the four 308, uh, three and a quarter total, and Tottenham's up one nothing. Right. Uh, that included a uh, saved penalty from Aguero in the first match. Um, so it, was almost 1-1, but it's not. Um, so Man City have to score. Yeah. And they won. I mean, one nothing would send it to extra time. Exactly. And a Tottenham goal means Man City has to score two. Three. Three. I mean, yeah, three. Three. Because two would just... Two would uh, make them level. But they have... But Oh, no, there is no away goal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. There is no, no away, away goal. goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think the like I look at the Man City line completely differently because they're playing Tottenham. Like I'm shocked that they're that big of a favorite. Even because, without Harry Kane. Because you would you would think if this was a Premier League match that they would actually be lower favorite. I think it'd be tighter, yeah. Right. You'd think they'd be maybe a minus one ninety. I was surprised that they were ahead of Barcelona, and I thought they would be much closer to Juventus. 
in terms of odds to win and their implied goals. Well, I mean, they are the best team in the Premier League. I mean, they are in first place. Okay. Right, and Tottenham without Harry Kane. Without Kane, yep. Right. I mean, it, Coming it, off a 4-0 win against some garbage team, but anyway. Right. But yeah, I was, I was surprised at that because not that it's like screams go stack Man City, but it kind of does. Well, do you think in general, before we get to the actual, you know, players on the slate, mm-hmm. that from a game script perspective in these four games, like I view if you, the more the more, more likely, I'm not saying what will happen, but just the more likely aspect is that I think Barcelona play their normal game. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to look to score five goals if they can, because that's how they normally play. Right. Like they 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 look to score. I don't I don't see Barcelona going. Let's just hold on. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll nick a goal and go through it. Like I just see them just playing. Right. And if they don't Man United, goals. right? If Man United happen to score, so be it, and they'll get more aggressive. But I mean that doesn't kill them because it'll just be extra time mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. So I I view the Barcelona Man United game as almost like a just a regular game. Mm-hmm. Like Man United have to score, but. They're not desperate, desperate, because all they need, if they could prevent Barcelona from scoring at all and then try to nick a goal somewhere, I mean, that's good enough for them. I don't, I don't see them bombing. I don't see Ashley Agreed. Young Agreed. putting in, you know, 27 crosses. Right. I mean, it could. Now, they, they do if Barcelona scores early. That's correct. Right. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm talking about if everything stays at 0-0. Zero, zero. Once you once you say who scores first, then it changes everything. Yeah, everything changes, yeah. Right. Juventus Ajax, I view the same way. I I view this as if this was the first leg, what would this play as? Like mm-hmm. it, I don't it's a one one game. And Ajax already play attacking style of soccer anyway. Yep. So I don't view anything like that. I view Liverpool Porto as uh Liverpool is gonna play completely to counter. I agree. Like yeah, which is their natural style. In I was general. gonna say yeah, it's not. It doesn't take them. Yeah, but away even from... but even more so. Like this is not like like Liverpool facing you know a mid to low table Premier League team. Yeah, where it's like, well, we'll play the counter, but we'll end up getting the ball sixty percent of the time anyway, and right. passing and Jordan Henderson passing it around and fullbacks passing it around. I just see it's like okay, we're not gonna bunker, but basically we're gonna you know the Klopp high press and. And you know we're not we're not gonna look to necessarily need possession, like just hold Porto to less than two goals and we're good. Especially since they also want to concentrate on winning the league. Sure. And then I view Man City Tottenham as Man City wants to score as quickly as possible. But is that any different than they normally play? Probably not. But I could see top. But I could see yeah. Tottenham without Kane going. If we go, if if they, if Man City scores two goals, we're screwed. I to um, some extent. Well, no, because then they just need to score one. Yeah, but I think they're less confident in their attack against Man City. Like I view Tottenham as like I could see them not getting forward at all. Yeah, I kind of look at the Tottenham. Tottenham the same way as Liverpool, except with a tougher opponent. Like I think they'll they'll do the same. They'll right. They'll hold as much as they can and try to get on the counter. Because frankly, they're better 
that way anyway. Get Sun out there and Lucas on the counter, then... Yeah, but Liverpool is a better team than Porto. Like, Liverpool is like, we sure. could go out and score three goals, but we're just going to cho- choose to not risk it. Yeah, We may score one goal or two goals in the process, but we're not going to risk <laughs> it. Tottenham knows that Man City's better than them. Yeah. And they're up one nothing mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. giving up an away goal. Yeah. I don't see Tottenham coming up as like, let's go and grab, a, uh, grab an away goal so we can put this away. Like, now I view it as like, we're going into the Etihad and like, we're putting 11 men behind the ball. <laughs> the best thing for Man City, fantasy-wise, would be Tottenham scoring early. Of course. then they really just have to go all out. Yeah, but Man City still have to score. They have to score a goal. They yeah, have to yeah, score. Yeah. Right? So looking at all of that, now we go to uh, the actual players. Yeah. Uh, since uh, he had a, a horrible game, uh, they chose to make Messi even cheaper. Mm-hmm. But everything is dynamic. But you can fit. It, it's much softer pricing all, all around where you can fit in players. Oh, yeah. You don't, you, you don't have to make necessarily make concessions of. You could play two of these guys and then go dumpster diving. It's like you could make a quality lineup pretty much the whole way through. Yep. There are options. Uh, maybe not Everywhere. At, at the bo- Maybe not at the very bottom. True. There's still there's yeah. still viable ones. There's still ones yes. where you could plug in guys at like that three to four k level and go. I think I could get four points here. Yes, agreed. So I know we said it the same thing last week. He didn't really do much. Uh, Messi ninety five hundred. You just you don't even think about it. I think you think about it, I but I think, think you, you still think do think about it. it. No, you don't think about it at all. You just plug it in and go, who cares about okay. last week? Okay. Well, oh, I, don't, I didn't even mean that, but yeah. Right. I didn't mean you don't have to consider last week. But. Yeah. Right, but people will. People may go, wow, I, like, Barcelona's at home as a minus 271 favorite with a three and a quarter total. I, don't even tell me who the opponent is. <laughs> right. And Messi's 9,500 on a four-game yeah. slate. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just... I. Yeah, sure. Ownership wise, you want to fade in GPP? Fine, whatever. Do whatever you want. But I, I, I don't see not playing him with his. With, I mean, yes, he had a bad game, but his floor is ridiculous. My favorite part of last week is that he had a horrible game, and he was still on like every top winning GPP winning team. Right, because no one else really scored that much better, and he was right. so high owned. He's right. most likely going to be in lineups. Right. Uh I think. The the key the key decision making that you're doing on this slate, mm-hmm. which makes the slate interesting, especially with the way that they've priced players, mm-hmm. is that you can make a case for for in cash builds that you you really have to decide what you're doing with Man City. Mm-hmm. Like I could if you tell me you have three Man City players in your cash lineup, I wouldn't call you crazy. And if you told me you have no Man City players in your lineup, I wouldn't call you crazy. I agree with you. I actually think it's almost detrimental to go in between, though. Oh, as far as, like, taking one or two? Yeah. Uh, I I disagree with that. Okay. I actually think it's less of Man City and more about Ronaldo. Well, but that, that's going to be the primary decision that you make. Right, right. But no, no, it's going to be a it's going to be a three way decision. There, sure. I think, I think You're right. there's, You're right. I think there's actually a three way decision in cash. It's Ronaldo versus Man City players 
mm-hmm. versus Akeem Ziyech. Yes. Because I don't think you can play you between you Messi, Ronaldo, Man City in general, pick your players, who cares, and Ziyech, at most you could play three of those. Correct. And most likely, actually you're not fading com- Messi. Right. I think it actually, I think you'll see more, like I think Messi-Ronaldo combination will be the highest owned. I agree. And then it's a matter of whether people play Ziyech or Man City or Sonic. Yeah. Right. But you, you, you don't think it's going to be Messi, Man City, Ziyech, and no Ronaldo? I think the, there will be some, but I, I think that'll be the lowest combination right. of the three. Do you think Ronaldo, I know this is a stupid question, do you think Ronaldo in this has, still has a high floor as a forward? I think he has the highest floor of anyone but Messi among the forwards. Among the forwards. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. That, I, well, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, if we're talking a cash lineup and you're right. looking at floors, I think it, yeah. And in compare, like, you have to, you, you're right. You have to say that Ronaldo has a higher floor than any of the Man City players. At than any, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or Salah or Tadic. Right. Ronaldo, the, I mean, he only shot twice guys. in the last game. Yeah. I know. I faded him and he scored and I was furious about it. Right. But now that he's at home, Ronaldo. Right. Well, Ronaldo, well, they but don't even if he doesn't score, Ronaldo could still put up six or seven shots. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Home Ronaldo on a second leg, I'm in. Or even Champions though they don't have league. to score. Even if it's just, you tell me it's Champions League. Right. <laughs> right? I say that, but like, or you say that, but I've had bad Ronaldo in yeah, the Champions of course. League. Yeah. But that that's why I, I the, the, the issue is really Ziyech or Man City. And it's like one Man City. So it's like, do you want to take the, hopefully you get the right guy? Or, or do you do capture method and just go messy Man City and not and then try to get three Man City players and hope the goals to go through them? How do you get three Man City with Messi? You can. You're going down a defender and taking a cheap midfielder. I still these Man City prices are not expensive for what they normally are. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about guys in the seven K range. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? What do you think Man City's Lineups are going to look like. Because <laughs> um, that is the second day. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have to make a choice between, you know, the Ronaldo Ziyech, that type of choice. Like, it lo- it essentially locks you into Man Like, if you're going to make that choice, depending on how the starting lineup changes, your pivot is going to be to just another Man City player. Exactly. Like, if you're going to put in Mares and he's not in, you're playing... St- you're you're, you're going to... That's why almost like if you play one guy, let it may actually not be it may be risky, depending on it's like you have to like plug in a higher Sterling. price guy, yeah, right, and Sterling. then yeah. be able to pivot. Yeah, uh, but if you play multiple, like if you play two or three, right, like there's ways to go up and down, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they're all in like even if you include the midfield eligible players. I mean, you got Aguero at 8,100, Sané at 7,800. You got uh, Mahrez at 7,300. Sterling, Sterling? Sterling's 8,500. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Jesus in there. Where is he? 7,100. 
De Bruyne is 7,500 at midfield. Yeah, I mean, everyone's within a range. Like, if you go, like, I'm going to take uh, Sterling and Mares, and then Mares isn't in, you could just go and go, I'm going to go Aguero and Sané. Like, like yeah. you always have the money. Or, and then, or since you're using a midfield spot in an MF position, you go, I'm going to go to De Bruyne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know, like, you could do it. Who do you think is the most popular single Man City? I'm going to assume Morris starts. Why? I don't know. We started last match. Oh. I don't I don't think anybody can make a case for anybody starting other than Aguero. Like I, I just don't think there's anything that makes us think that we can accurately predict what this lineup will be. Right. Cuz cuz I mean, De Bruyne didn't even start last Champions League game. Right. Exactly. Like, why on earth would he not start? And there you are like, oh, now I have to find somebody else. Right. Because you would have to think, like, why wouldn't De Bruyne be in the starting lineup? And then, who knows? You forgot somebody else, by the way. Lagundawan? Bernardo. Bernardo also. And I'll have a David Silva. I mean, look yeah. at how many people these, I mean, look how That's many That's what I mean. We could, we could see, the, the, the difficulty is, though, if it's like Aguero, um, Bernardo, and... I guess it would have to be either or Sterling or Sané, I would think. Then it's like Fernandinho, Gundogan, David Silva. And De- right. Who are you taking from that? Sterling and Aguero? Probably. Right. None of these guys have floor. I mean, none. Uh, Man oh, De Bruyne City, does. De Br- yeah, De Bruyne has the highest floor, but it's not as high it's not as high as you think because It's been pretty high lately. Okay. But it's not high like Akeem Ziyech high. It's not messy high. It's not. It's not James Madison high. It might be. I don't think so. I'd rather. I, you tell me. You tell me. Lester's playing on the slate for whatever reason, and they're at home as a favorite. I'll play James Madison. You'll play Madison. Okay. I'll over over De Bruyne. Okay. And I'll play James Madison at eighty eight hundred over De Bruyne at seventy five hundred. It just I, 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 I that I get all it. the production goes everywhere. That like. You can make a case. The prices on these Man City players are all fine. I think there's no... The, the only the only guys I would really want to play are Aguero, Sané, Sterling, and De Bruyne. Those four. Okay. Or how about Mares? He's been awful. And he plays 57 minutes. Okay. Like, Mares takes five games off, and then he's starting, and we're like, well, he's definitely playing 90. He hasn't played forever. And 58, there's the number going up. Didn't he play 90 last week? He played 90. So he must be exhausted by now. (laughs) 89. See, didn't even play. Here's a question. And I think it's a legitimate question. Uh, We both, we have uh, Barcelona as minus 271 favorites. Man City Mm -hmm. is minus 308 favorites. Similar total, similar everything. We've already just discussed that Man City production could come in six different spots. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Assuming that you're playing Messi, what makes Luis Suarez at 8,300 any less viable than any of the Man City players? His goal scoring odds is going to be is going to be over even money. I mean, his um, goal scoring odds are going to probably be less but, than Aguero, probably be a little less than Sterling, maybe, but he, he's 8,300. I mean. He's 
He's been awful. Well, that too. The, but Messi is a much bigger piece of the pie than any Man City option. Right. Like Suarez is the next best option, but the gap is so much bigger than Aguero to Sterling to Sané to De Bruyne. Like, yeah, but if you take Messi and Suarez and go, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not taking any Man City. I'm just going to try to capture as much of Barcelona as possible. I, I go Dembele way ahead of Suarez. Okay. okay. No, no, I get, I get that. Or even Coutinho. Okay, but still, how about those guys? I mean, but I'm even yeah, looking yeah, yeah. at I, those I get people. what you're saying. There. Yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not really talking about Suarez in particular, but I'm just talking mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. a Barcelona frontline player. Yeah. I, or if you had to choose between Ronaldo and any Man City player. It's like, I feel more confident in... If, you've, if you tell me Juve scores... Guess the person that scored. Yeah. Uh, it's probably at least an assist. I mean, he'll be involved. Yeah, most You're not likely. Guessing Bernadeschi to Pjanic. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pjanic to Mandzukic. Yeah. I, I. You tell me, Man City scores four goals. It's possible I pick the one guy that has a piece of none of them. Right. And they right. all could, and any of them, it could be. You know, it's four nothing, and Aguero has zero goals and zero assists, mm-hmm. or any. I mean, that num that line could appear for anyone right bernardo could have two goals and two assists or could have nothing mm-hmm. david silva could has have a goal and three assists and yeah, then I think sterling the, has nothing yeah i think the biggest difference with man city versus barcelona is when you say which man city pieces do i want and you're like well i could take just like you said you, i could take aguero i could take sterling and you're like well what barcelona messi messi Right. I just don't even ask me what pieces I want. Messi is the guy. Right. So I don't think there's any consideration there. Um, But you do, it is an interesting point of whether you would rather somebody like Dembele. I think I would rather Dembele than any of the Man City guys. But I'm not sure he's ahead of Ziyech. But I kind of have to say that at this point. Right. But I know we're talking about a midfield spot when it comes to Man City, but I I could see I you can make the case that you play one Man City guy and it's a De Bruyne. That's the only Just one. That he's I a think midfield is, spot, right? I think he's the one. He's seventy five hundred, right? I think he starts. I mean, we did last in time. a match like this, right? But if he doesn't, then you could play David Silva at seventy one hundred, or Mares at seventy. I'd rather play Coutinho than a non Man City midfielder. Than a, than a non-De Bruyne Man City midfielder, excuse me. Okay. Like I'd rather I'm, just, pivot I'm to talking Coutinho. about because it's the second It's the second day. You're not going to be able to choose that. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. Like if you choose, I'm talking about in the case that I'm going to take Kevin De Bruyne and then he's not in for whatever reason. So Most you'd likely, rather play David Silva than Mohamed Salah? Well, you wouldn't have the, the 400 to get to Salah. De Bruyne 7,500 and oh, Salah okay. 7,900. Okay. Okay. I'm just I'm just laying it all out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the prices on on these players bake it so that these decisions actually do matter. If we were talking about Man City options at the high nine K level and Messi was eleven thousand. Yeah. That type of thing, then it'd be a whole different discussion because then it would be like you could only play three guys like this. Yeah. Versus playing four. Because they're priced low enough. I'm surprised you think you can get four. You can. Okay. Who's the cheapest of the four? 
that you'd get all, out of yeah. all of these? Like, does it consider Gundawan? No, I'm not even oh. consider Gundawan. Okay. I think I think you could play Messi, two Man City, and Ziyech or Ronaldo. Wow. Still have the okay. lineup. Yeah. Absolute. Okay. Is it optimal? I prob- probably not. But you can do it. Hmm. Okay. Okay, let's go further down. Yeah. I mean, but th- this is the primary decision-making that you're making up here. Yes. I don't consider... I. To me, uh, Rashford, Lukaku, all the Man, Man United options are good luck in GPP. Have fun. I agree. I consider all the Liverpool frontline players to be GPP only. I agree. And again, and the, the way that the, the you know they're up two nothing going away to Porto, mm-hmm. like sure they could stop. But I'm not I'm not happy with Liverpool frontline players' floors to begin with. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now I'm going to do it. I, like if I if I'm going to take Salah, I might as well take a Man City player. Yep. I think the Porto guys apply as well, even though they're cheaper. Uh not necessarily. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Corona is viable in cash at 6500 I think there's a cheaper option that you'd be better that's, off playing. That's correct, but I'm just saying that I'd rather play Corona in cash over David Neris. Yeah, sure. Right. That That's the point. I mean, like, there's there's other guy. I'd rather play him over... Bernardo or Son or I mean there's a lot there's a lot of guys here. But Corona has open play value as well as a share of set pieces now. Mm-hmm. But I think the guy that you're talking about is slightly cheaper, and that's Bernadeski mm-hmm. at fifty nine hundred. Mm-hmm. But and and I think Bernadeski at fifty nine hundred is fine in a midfield spot. Yep. So, like, this forward eligibility. There's so many forward eligible players that you want to play anyway mm-hmm. that I don't think the forward eligibility even matters for Bernadeski. I agree. Most likely, the, the build where you need Bernadeski specifically in a forward slot is a build where you're playing, like, Ziyech, Messi. KDB. Right, you're playing like KDB and Ziyech together. Mm-hmm. And then a very cheap midfielder in the utility spot yep. or defender in the utility yep. spot. But that's the only time that you need Bernadeski specifically in a forward spot. Yeah. And that leaves you without Ronaldo or any of the Man City forwards. That's correct. Manzucic, fine. Have fun in GPP if he starts even. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting down to no one. because There's no one here that's probably going to even be in. The guy that we didn't talk about because I don't think he's going to start, but if he does, where do you put Dybala? GPP only. Seventy six hundred. I'd, I'd much rather play a Man City player at that price. I'd, ra- I'd play He's probably Bruyne. on set pieces or a share of them at least. Now, well, Pjanic will be on and right. He'll be on Bernadeski. Bernadeski's. No, but if Dybala starts, that means Bernadeski doesn't. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right. Right. At least we'll know it the first day. Yeah. That's what that see the Man City is the is the I wish the Man I. The games that I want, I would want on the first day would be the Man City game and the Juventus game. Yes. But you don't have them, so. The other two games, I, I'm almost confident on, on who's going to start, and even for the team that I may not know exactly who's going to start, I don't Doesn't care matter. anyway. I'm exactly. Not <laughs> right? I don't need to know Man United's lineup, pretty much. Yep. 
Other than maybe one person, he probably starts. It's Ashley Young. I'm not even sure you play him. Agreed. So it's like Liverpool. Like, do do I need to know if Milner starts? I really don't care. No, I don't care. So that's that's forward, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing else here. No, not for not for cash. And then midfield, midfield only options. Mm-hmm. You have to consider. I mean, Ziyech has the highest floor of any mm-hmm. player on this slate. You're going to pay for it. And I, th- I truthfully, I think Ziyech has a higher floor than Messi. You know how ridiculous like that last is. Last week, he gets Ziyech gets there no matter what. I, 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 it's it's ridiculous, and it's not. You don't have to convince me. Right, I know that, but you had to convince me for a, quite a while. I know. It's like, how do I play Ajax as an underdog in this spot on a six-game slate where there's other people to play? You know, like, well, look at his floor. I'm like, ah, that that's just the last game, and then it happens again, and right. then you look. That's and just you, the last six games, right? It's just so it's the last true. all the games, <laughs> right? It's right. just the last all the games. Like you look and you right. go, oh, he's only had three crosses, and then the next thing you know, he has seven shots in the next right. seven four minutes. on goal and three tackles. Yeah, right, and you're like. And you're like, oh, well, Shern's on, so he's not going to even have a monopoly of set. Who cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I think the the set-piece situation with Ajax throws people off because they're like, well, it means Ziyech is not going to cross as much, but really it's a shot floor that he has. Right, but he also does cross. Yes, yes. He and When he gets into wide positions, he may have two or three open play crosses. Yes. In addition to getting fouled three times, to tackling twice, yeah. to making five shots three on goal, as mm-hmm. well as having five crosses from corners. Right. Because out of the nine corners that they get or free kicks that they get, and next thing, yep. that's why I said, like, I, I rostered him last way. It's like, do I play Zietz or Ronaldo? Or Ronaldo. That's why I was more pissed about the Ronaldo goal. Because I was like, I was very much on the Zietz side of that. And they basically finished even because of Ronaldo's single shot goal. Right. Actually, I well, think he had two shots. But... Right. But Ziyech man, got 14 and a half points off right. of just everything else. Just, and yeah, also yeah. understand that he's taking, he, last game he took seven shots with what, mm-hmm. four on goal? Yeah. Three on goal. Like, what happens if those turn into the goals? Then his ceiling is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it goes the other way. If none of them are on goal, then. But it's still points. I mean, I. I oh, yeah. Like, I look at Ziyech for 8,700 and go, how does he not get 10 points? I, I, I know, I don't have to convince you. But people are going to go. Act- and go- that was actually scoffing at it just being ten, <laughs> right? Well, that's why I'm. That's why you can make a case, like I said in the beginning, of screw Man City. I'm playing Messi, Ronaldo, Ziyech, and then not even bo- and then not even bothering with Man City. That's that was my first build. Just no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play the guessing game. I'm just gonna play these three guys, and even in in in, in that in that build, you can't get De Bruyne. Correct. Gonna have to find some mid, some five K level midfielder. Mm-hmm. Unless you, uh, now you can't even do it if you even if you go all the way down to defender and goalkeeper. And Bernadeski, I don't think you can do it. Right, but you don't need Bernadeski. Correct, correct. But would you, whoever? St- I mean, I'm assuming obviously that it's either going to be Coutinho or Dembele starting. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be. You're not going to see both of them. Correct. And Dembele is forward eligible. Mm-hmm. And would you would you assume that, regardless of who starts, they probably don't play all ninety? Yes, because one's going to come on for one or the other. I mean, that's what be, I would think. 
I mean, I mean, but they can play seventy-eight minutes. It's not like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not right. It's not forty-five. Right, and yep. because of the forward, since you're playing a lot of, want to play a lot of forward eligible players anyway, uh, Dembele's forward eligibility doesn't really matter that much. For Messi's sake, I hope Dembele starts because Coutinho will just take a few shots that Messi normally would. right instead of passing the ball like Dembele would to Messi. Coutinho just lets it rip into row Z, and then that doesn't help anybody. But with Coutinho, except the Coutinho guys, Coutinho like Dembele is is seven thousand, mm-hmm. and Coutinho is seventy eight hundred. The eight hundred mm-hmm. may matter, but it puts Coutinho only nine hundred less than Ziyech. Yeah. So I look at it as if if you, I can only play one of them, I'll find the nine hundred. Mm-hmm. But I could see going. I'm not going to play Ziyech and. I'm going to get a 1700 discount to Dembele. I don't I don't necessarily agree with it, but at least you make more of a case. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the forward eligibility matters. It's like, oh, well, Dembele is forward eligible. Well, Bernadeschi is also. I mean, we have a lot of these forward eligible guys you want to play. But typically, actually, it's the midfield only guys that you really don't want to play. Yeah. I Z- take a look and I go, I, I, Ziyech and then Coutinho at that price. You go De Bruyne, and you go. I'm, I'm not playing Christian Eriksen at 7200. I don't want to play David Silva at 7100. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play Paul Pogba at 6900. I don't want to play Pjanic at 6400. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I look and I go. I'd rather play Jesus Corona. I am he's forward eligible. And I go. I'd rather play Bernadeschi, and he's forward eligible. Are you? If you had all the lineups, would you play uh, Man City forward instead of Dembele? Yeah, probably. Hmm. Okay. If I'm already playing Messi, what do I care? Because I'm probably, I'd still, I'd, I'd, to spend 7000 on a belly means I have to risk giving up Zietra Ronaldo. And at that point, it's like, why play Debelli at 7000 where I could just <clears throat> save 1100 and go down to Bernadeschi? Yeah. And then be able to get Ronaldo or Zietra. Mm-hmm. So you're willing to take multiple Juventus players? It's it's more condensed. I don't necessarily have to worry about U- Juve's midfielders. For goals, you scored. love Pjanic. I used to until you figure out that he, had, that he doesn't do anything. Hmm. And unless he's taking set pieces or making 17 tackles, he's probably coming off at the 70th minute mark with four and a half points. Having Pjanic, Milner, and Gundogan next to each other just makes so much sense. Right. Well, those that's it's they're they're the Ashley Props Westwoods the new, of the slate. Yeah. Pro- oh God. <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't even hold a candle to Ashley Westwood. <sighs> Can't wait for Thursday's podcast. Anyway. <clears throat> but in this yeah. mid range, I I, I, was I, say, I think you're top I and think, bottom. Yes. In midfield. One, one, I think once you get past Bernadeschi at 5,900, it's like you might as well spend all the way down a midfielder. I mean, in ca- for a cash floor. Yep. Sure, take anyone you want for goals or assists. Mm-hmm. Feel free to take a shot on Rakitic at 5,800. Right. But not in cash. Feel free to, to, to Donnie Vandebeek it up again. <laughs> or Nabi Keita. Mm-hmm. Or Otavio, he's probably not going to start, but if it does, whatever. But I look at this and I go, like, I have no problem going back to the uh, the Bencorwell at 3,500. 
I don't think you'll be the only one. I mean, all of these guys are basically the same, but I think they're one of them is going to be not meaning somebody in this range will be on everybody's team. Like not a single player, like everyone will have a guy who is priced between 4300 and 3500. Yeah, but it's you have matter but I think Betancourt is actually the best out of all those options anyway. Okay. Like compared, like we say Fabinho at forty four hundred. What's the difference between him? You might as well pay for a center back. Basquette. Fred. Fred at four thousand. Yeah, but he's just as good as any. any That's what I mean. There, but there. What makes Bentenker better than Fred? The five hundred. He's cheaper. That's the only. That's the literally the only response I'm willing to accept. That he's cheaper? Yeah. Yeah, but that makes it correct. Okay. Well, that's it, though. I don't, like, you're just saying Benton Kerr is the best in this area. So you actually mean just because he's the cheapest. Right. No, like, if, if ben, I told if ben, you if ben that Kerr the guy— If Benton Kerr is $4,500, i would be like, okay, what, what, what makes him better than Oliver Torres? Right. I'm just saying, like, if the, if the Opta guy who scored the first leg Ajax Juventus was working on the Man United game— yeah, I take all the Fred I can. Right. <laughs> right. Ben Kerr, what? He had like seven tackles six, or something? Six tackles, one. Yeah, Jesus. But if you take a look at his game, if you take a look at his game logs in Champions League as well as in the league, he scores four, around four-ish, four to five points a lot of times. I mean, 30, they all do. 30. You can say the same about McTominay or Sissoko or... Not Sissoko. Do you know how many Bentenker had this past weekend? How much? Two. Okay. And so he had seven and three quarters against Ajax. Or actually, I think he had a little more than that. But then he had um, negative one and a quarter the game before. He's all over the place. Just like all these guys. Right, but I mean, the, the, taking Matuidi at at forty two hundred, why save the seven hundred and take? Yeah, ben, I mean, what about Wanyama at thirty three hundred? He doesn't do anything. He scored a goal last weekend. No, that's the, except for that. He has goal <laughs> upside. Yeah, his goal. He has goal. One goal a season upside. Yeah. Well, technically, this is Champions League and not. Well, Premier what a League, year! So. A year! A calendar year! Calendar year. Right. What if the calendar year started today? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not due. It already yeah. happened. It already he happened. Can't be due again, right? Damn. Okay. Isn't that the gambler's thing? You're right. My fault. Can't happen twice in a row. Right, right. right. Fred's due. No, right. Fred's due. Oh, okay. Okay. That's or why you have Wanyama to pay five hundred more. No, but it could be that Wanyama is hot. We have to oh, ride the streak. We gotta ride it. He's scored on every single shot he's taken in the last one game. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He had two shots. So half. He won five tackles, too. There you go. Five tackles and a, and a goal. If he's in your lineup, I'm not, I'm not calling exactly. you crazy. Any of these people. Any play of these them guys all. Play who fine. cares? Find someone you like. Well, that's, that might be asking too much. <laughs> But they're all the same at this point after that. Right. Defender, I think there's only one uh, decision that you have to consider. 
Okay. And I'm I'm going to I'm going to say no. Okay. And that question is, do you roster Trent Alexander-Arnold? Wow, that was not the question I was expecting. Well, that's the that's Cuz I think that's, that's actually the pay up question. question. Well, is the easy answer no? Yes. Okay. That, that that's but some people Liverpool's a favorite. Yeah. It's quite likely that Milner doesn't start. Because mm-hmm. he's probably in the midfield. Robertson will play as, as a fullback now. Yeah. And you go, well, look, look at Liverpool's lineup. Who's going to be over dead balls? Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's yeah. 5,700. Why wouldn't you play him? Other That's than not the guy two. I was thinking. No, I know that. But I'm just saying you think. Yeah, in, in sure. A, you'd think it'd go, why wouldn't I play the, a defender-eligible set-piece majority yeah. player on a favorite team, even yeah. away? Yeah. And you go, well, if you plug in a 5,700 for Trent Alexander-Arnold, you're essentially foregoing, you're paying too much, you're not going to be able to fit in a third high-priced midfielder that you're, like, you're going to be stuck in the mid-range yeah. yep. in two spots rather than one. Exactly. It's a lineup construction thing more than anything else. But I think it's still if you if you have Bernadeski in in a utility spot. I mean, it's the same thing I did the last slate. That the difference between Bernadeski and Trent Alexander Arnold, I think last slate, I preferred TAA. Yep. But you can make a case that that exists for this also. Liverpool uh, may not be on the front foot, but if he's going to be the one over every dead ball, yeah. Bernadeschi ain't. But only in a utility spot. I don't see your lineup construction in cash working with Terrence Alexander-Arnold. Based on what we believe the the lineups are going to be, I just don't see him being optimal in a defender slot. Yeah. Is the question you're asking about, is Alex Tellis playable at 4,600? Yes. I think yes. I think that's easy. Is that easier than Ashley Young? Oh, much easier than Ashley. Okay. I agree with you. And just asking. But I think Ashley Young is absolutely viable. Mm-hmm. If I could, I would play both of them. I'm not sure if you can. Hmm. Depends on your build. I mean, it makes sense. But you, ha- you have to admit that you'd rather play Ashley Young over the, the, the Juve. I will not admit that. You're not going to admit it. No, I will not admit that. You think Cancelo and Sandro yeah. are better? I do. Okay. You can make the case for that. <laughs> but, I mean, but... Uh, I can would you play t- tell Ashley? you there's 0% chance I'm playing Kieran Trippier. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Zero. How about... And then the Barcelona fullbacks just don't do enough. I, I still play Jordi Alba ahead of Trippier. Yeah, I probably... Yes. In this matchup, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I am intrigued, but I will not play him if he starts by Benjamin Mendy. I think like a Mendy-Aguero combo for a GPP lineup would be fun. You have to say for his ceiling, he's very cheap. Yeah. I don't mind Danny Rose either. But again, if, I'd rather 4, play Tellis. 4,500, I'll just take Ashley Young at 4,800. But I don't view uh, Ashley... To me, on, on the defender side, I view Alex Tellis, a big space, Ashley Young, and then some little spaces. Sure. 
Like, so I, it's not like, like oh, I'm, I'm trying to prioritize Ashley Young. No, I'm trying to find an active reason not to play him. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Like, yeah, how about yeah. this? I don't need an act. I don't need a reason not to play Alex Tellis. Okay. I'm not saying he's a lock or anything, but yeah. in the position that Porto's in at home, having to score two goals. Right. At Alex Tellis at 4,600, really should probably be 5,600. Mm-hmm. Then everything else past there is like, feel free to take it, feel free to plug in anyone you want. I think Delo is pretty good at 3,800, but I'll probably play Joel Veltman instead. Learned my lesson from last time. Because Luke what? Shaw is suspended. What does that have to do with Veltman? No, Delo. Delo, right. Yeah. Well, they're the same price. Or right. So Ashley Young will probably play on Shaw's side. <clears throat> Maybe, yeah. And Delo, maybe they, maybe Rojo plays. I don't right, think yeah. so. Who knows? Who knows? Right, we don't know. But you have to assume that at least Ashley Young starts. We'll know anyway, play. so it doesn't. Yeah, but I, but in even if you're preparing your lineup, yes, like I he was suspended. I mean, like that he didn't play over the weekend, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like he's tired or anything. Right. It's not like they prefer Marcus Rojo over him. Right. Yep, but then anything underneath here is just like feel free to take a shot on header goals or whatever. Right. I mean, some of these some of these center backs are actually cheaper than they should be, given the uh, clean sheet odds. I guess. But I'm saying, what Man City center backs under four? I mean, you typically see. Like Barcelona and Man City being at, at their betting lines where the center backs would be over 4,000. I mean, I get, Laporte's 42. And PK's probably more 44. Like, they're not that. Okay, yeah, they're not. I'm talking about more like Lenglet, 3,500. Right. Odomendi or Stones or whoever. Yeah. There's no one really did. Is there, there's no one that's going to be on that's going to surprise us. That's down here. I think it could be Rojo. He would be the surprise. He would be. He would be the surprise. And he's twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. But outside of that, the cheapest fullback is what going to be Veltman. Right. Or Delo. Or Delo. Yeah. Thirty eight. It could be Edder. If he starts out wide, but he probably... I, I, I would not think that that's how Porto plays. Yeah, agreed. Like, they're going to have to play more offensively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to play, like, a more center-back player at fullback. Yep. They'd rather just trot out the, the corpse of Maxi Pereira. <laughs> at least he's an attacking player. Right. I mean, at least he was an attacking player. What do you think about goalkeeper? Uh, let's see. I haven't really analyzed it that well. But looking at uh, the options, I think you could play whoever you want. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think the decision will be whether you want to play David De Gea or Hugo Lloris. Oh, really? Oh, no, I don't think that at all. Okay. I think that decision is, do you want to play three Juventus players with Onana? Oh, that too. Yeah, that could be. You could do that. I get that too. 
why would tell me the reason why uh, Casillas wouldn't be an option? We've mentioned. Well, I don't think you could fit in Trent Alexander-Arnold, and I'm not playing any of the Liverpool players. Yeah, no, I think he makes fine sense. I think you'll need the 800. Oh, you'll okay. That's that's the reason. Yeah. And I could see if you're going to play a lineup and you go, yeah. I'm not playing any Man City players, then I think Lloris is the easiest decision. Yeah. You just plug him in. Mm-hmm. What can go? Only everything could go wrong. Right. By I'm one thing I'm doing, you're, you're compounding your potential mistake. Of I'm going to choose to play no Man City players and play the goalkeeper against them, mm-hmm. which means... If Man Six City nothing. scores, f- right, if they score five goals and my opponents are playing Man City players, like it's, I am losing even more points because I also have the goalkeeper. Yeah, I, in fairness, I would rather lose by 90 than like 0.9. No, what, what, what does it matter? <laughs> what does it matter? Who cares? At least it won't happen until the second day. That's right. That's At right. least you'll have right. That like, or maybe you're so far behind that you end up pivoting. I, you know, I I I need to I need, I did so badly the first day, I'm now using my slots to shift over to Tottenham players and then playing Ederson against them, which would be probably the worst decision to make. Right, that, right. I'm not going to play Aguero and Larice. I'm going to play Ederson and Fernandinho. Right. Or no, Fernando Lorenzo, not Wanyama. That's Wanyama. Yeah. Yeah, because it would probably have to be a cheap player. Anyway. Right, yeah, because if you have if you're not playing any Man City players, you're probably coming into the second day with no almost no spots. Right, you have Telus. It's quite possible and... your second day only has Telus and Loris, and that's right. it. Right, you're like I need I'm going to need to pivot from Telus to someone else. Yeah, and Loris to, you know, I'm going to go to Casillas and and someone yeah. that's defender eligible. Right, Jan Vertonghen, <laughs> hopefully in a left back spot. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be a sweat either way, I think. I think if you play Man City players, you're going to be the first day rooting for nothing. You want nothing right. to happen. Right. And if you have nothing happening, even if you're behind in, in, in contest, mm-hmm. you feel pretty good when you're looking at Ronaldo 7 and Ziyech is 11. And Bernadette's five and a half. Yeah. Right. And Messi's nine or something. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, I have three Man City players. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, yeah, sure. I'm down 28, but I got three, I got three spots. Yeah. One, one goal with two of those guys on it and you're set. Right. But the other way around could happen also where I'm oh, playing yeah. three Man City players and uh, Ronaldo has a hat trick. Ziyech has a goal and assist. You know, that game's three to two. Uh, Messi, Messi uh, and Suarez score two each. I mean, you're looking at that and you're like, Oh, okay, I have three Man City players, and I'm down by 71. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I do? Yeah. And it's not even like you're you're so far behind, and you're like, well, let me just go to the Liverpool guys. Like, you just have to go with what you got. Right, you just have to hope that Man City scores seven goals. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because who else? Are you, you know, well, I got to. If you're behind by that much, you'd look at the PMR and go, you're the only one that has that much PMR. Right. Like, you're not going up against where you have to do a 1v1 because everyone has this one player. Right, right. Like, in the set, like if Barcelona was the second day and you were down by a lot, it's very easy to go, well, I guess I'm not playing Messi. Yeah, yep. 
You don't get that option. Like, if you chose, and also, if you see people that have one spot open, and you have one spot open, or let's say Telus is there, let's say Defender's there also, you may not even know what that Man City player, if that's a one-man City player spot, who knows who you're blocking with? Who knows who you need? Yeah. Right? You may you, you, you may look and you go, well, we'll have to see what the lineups are because that could be any of, like, four different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go, well, do I pivot to one of the, oh, it's De Bruyne. I, I'm going to go to David Silva. Or, oh, it's Sterling. I'm going to go to Aguero. I mean, like, you're not even going to know. Right. If those are the lineups that have one slot left. But if you see yourself in double-ups or whatever and – like, everyone just has two spots left that's above you. I mean, to me, there's no reason to pivot, even if you're down by, like, three goals worth of points. Because, like, those people can't possibly have those goals. Mm-hmm. So there's no, like, well, I, now I've got to switch over to Erickson. It's like, well, you're not blocked. Sure, sure, sure. But if, if people have one midfield or utility spot open, and you're playing, like, three-man city players, then I could see, like, who, who do they most probably have above you and try to not have that one person. Mm-hmm. But also understand that you have two other people also. So you may still want to take that player anyway. Uh, this, last... all leads, this all leads to me like this, that I almost don't want to play Man City players. Yeah. Uh, my last question, the biggest GPP is 15,000 guaranteed, which is a lot smaller than I thought. It's 3,000 a first. 1,000 a second. One thousand set a of second. steak knives for sixth. What do you what do you think ninth pays? What's what's the entry fee? Fifteen. Fifteen. 15. First is three thousand. Second is one thousand. Ninth is probably what fifty bucks. Ooh, seventy five. Okay, still garbage. Still five x. Five x for that. And what? How many people are in the contest? What's like a thousand eleven hundred or something? Eleven seventy six. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So if you finish ahead of eleven hundred and sixty-five, you win seventy-five bucks. Well, that's why you got to utilize leverage as much as you can. These payout structures are ridiculous. They were getting so much better until people stopped playing. Yeah. All right. Anybody has any follow questions for Jordan? He is on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, You can find us in the Rotowire Discord as well. Just go to rotowire.com/slash/chat to join. Jordan, thank you for all that, and good luck this week. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.